Welcome to Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast, where we talk all things transportation and logistics. Joining me once again to talk about uh, the trucking industry during another month of the year is Josh Rivers. Josh is a sales team manager with ATS Logistics and stops by once a month to talk about what's going on in the transportation marketplace um, and what we can expect as shippers or carriers, I suppose, in the uh, month ahead. So thanks for joining I suppose. I <laughs> guess there's truck drivers out there. There's plenty of them. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> Millions even, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as always, fun. I love being here for this. Um, the uh, the beauty of this episode is is that a lot of the problems that you encounter in December are very applicable to January as well. So Roll over. While this may seem like a, hey, he already said that episode. Yeah. It's because it still very much applies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll dive right into it. So the uh, the first thing that we can encounter in uh, in January is New Year's Day is on a Monday this year. And what we've noticed this year in particular in regards to what happens after holidays is the uh, the bleed over this year uh, has been a little bit more intense than we anticipated. We thought that with rates coming down that drivers would be more quick to get on the road. Yeah. But it seems like everybody was pretty smart with their money apparently because drivers tend to excuse me, tend to uh, sit tight for a little bit longer than we had anticipated, and uh, which is fine. I mean, if you've got the time to, to kill and the, the money to do it, do it. Yeah. Take that vacation. Go to Disney. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, but what this means with uh, New Year's Day being on a Monday, any freight that's going to be moving that week, I would expect to see a, a lot tighter capacity. Um, as we've noticed in the past, that week between Christmas and New Year's, there's very, very tight capacity and rates tend to go through the roof because drivers park it for Christmas yeah. and then they're not going to start it up again until after New Year's. And they may not start it up again until Wednesday after New Year's, Thursday after New Year's. Uh, we, we don't really know for sure, but that's just based off of what we've seen thus far from uh, previous holidays this sure. year. So uh, that's going to be something that's going to that's gonna affect both equipment types, drive and flatbeds. You can expect that um, to impact both equipment types, like I said. Uh, another thing to worry about is for uh for drive-ins in particular everybody thinks that you know oh the retail season is just through the holidays mm-hmm. and then when we get to january it's 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 great everything's fine there's still a little bit of retail demand that lingers into the new year people spending their gift cards exactly or what? that's really? exactly where i was going to go with that is because everybody's gifted you know everybody who's gifted a gift card or cash or or, or anything like that is going to go use it and they're going to buy these goods from these retailers from these online stores and these goods have to be transported. So I would expect to see a little bit of a demand like that uh, bleeding into the first couple of weeks of January, maybe even the entire month. But I, I, I think it's going to be more so intense that uh, those first couple of weeks yeah. as, uh, as those gift cards get used up. The, uh, the open deck side of the house is more or less the same. Uh, the capacity constraints that we discussed uh, just a few moments ago are going to affect them as well. Because like I said, guys are going to be anxious to or not so anxious to get back on the road. And the the cold weather impacts are going to really start to come into play here. January and February are typically pretty brutally cold months yeah. in the Midwest. So freight that's coming out of warmer areas. So say you got a truckload of uh, of 
of cargo that goes on an open deck trailer coming from Georgia to Sioux Falls. Mm. It's going to be more expensive and more difficult to to cover to to provide a driver for that due to the fact that you're taking a driver from Georgia where it's 75 sunny it's nice mm-hmm. everything's great and you're going hey can you do me a favor and drop this off in Sioux Falls where it's minus 20 and you know 20 mile an hour winds yeah. and wind chills minus 44 and by the way I need you to get out and untarp this and mm-hmm. the wind gu- it, it's it's just not pleasant it's not a pleasant experience yeah. I don't like going outside for more than 15 minutes with just a jacket on here if i'm if i'm gonna spend prolonged time outside i, I hardly breathe fresh air in the winter so. it's that's <laughs> why, honestly that's why people get uh more sick in the winters because they spend more time indoors crowded around each other yeah it makes sense it just incubate yeah. right i always thought my mother always told me it's like oh don't go outside in the cold you'll get sick and it's i looked it up and like well it's not quite that it's the fact that you're around all these people you probably go outside more yeah. right exactly <laughs> go camping in the winter everybody uh <laughs> So those are the big things that are going to play a factor here. Uh, overdimensional transportation, like we talked about, the daylight uh, is is minimal in the winter hours. So you will lose a lot of overdimensional travel time because of limited daylight because there's a lot of freight that's overdimensional that can only travel during daylight hours. Yeah. And you're going to lose a significant chunk of that in, uh, in the wintertime. And January is no exception, obviously. So that's one of the big things to look out for. The uh, the open deck side of the house is typically very, very slow in January. There's a couple of customers that we work with that haul open deck freight that have uh, buy seasons in January, late January, early February. So they tend to move a little bit more, but that's definitely the exception and not the norm. And that's just speaking from experience. Uh, the the handful of years that I've been doing this, that's that's what I've seen. Sure, is... buy season meeting, they're get they're. They're trucking an inbound product. Uh, they're they're sending out product to distributors. Oh. So their distributors are basically saying, we sold X amount of this last year. It's in really big demand. We need to buy. Make sure we have X amount in stock for this year. Hmm. So they gotcha. send those orders in in January. And then by late January, early February, those suppliers are fulfilling those orders and sending them out via truck to get to these uh, distributors or um you know, if you think I, I speak from building supplies because that's what I worked with the most when I was in sales is uh, we, we had a customer that moved building products, uh, uh, decking, siding, uh, things of that nature. And all of the folks that would sell these uh, decking and siding, you know, construction companies or mm-hmm. uh, wholesalers would take that time to purchase all of their product that they wanted that they were going to need during the spring rush when it happened. And they would stock up, make sure everything was ready to rock. And that's where that buy season happens. Sure. Uh, construction materials, unless it's down South, it's not really moving. So, you know, obviously construction season pretty much stops yeah. for a good chunk of the country this time of year, pretty much from Washington state. If you draw a line from Oregon straight across to the East Coast and even lower in portions of the country, uh, construction is just done with Wisconsin, right. Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming. Uh, Montana and Wyoming in particular can get pretty bad this time of year um, from snowstorms and not just snowstorms, but winds. Yeah, there are portions of highways through those states and into Idaho as well and into the Dakotas as well, where because it's so flat, the winds will be a sustained 20, 30 miles an hour. And that's dangerous for semi-trucks. If you think about, you know, think about a drive-in trailer, that's basically a big sail going through that portion of the country. So it's yeah. it's it's not safe and it's borderline impassable in some instances. And in, in some instances, it actually is impassable. They will shut down the highways and say that travel is not allowed. Yeah, I was unfortunate enough to be 
caught in a situation similar. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, when I was when I was in the Navy traveling back to uh, San Diego, I was coming back from Washington, and uh, the portion of California we were going to was Northern California uh, to pick up uh, our pets that we had left with a friend. And we had to go through Montana, Wyoming, and we got caught in a snowstorm, and they shut down I-80. And I was like, hey, man, I'm on leave. I was talking to the sheriff. I was like, how do I, how do I get out of here? Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't. Yep. He's like, unless you go all the way back to, I, I, th- I think it was like 150 miles behind us, and then go down and around. And I was like, oh, my God. So, so that's a reality truck drivers That's a very, with. very serious reality that truck drivers deal with. We also want to be cognizant of ice storms. This is the time of year. Uh, January is is known where you're going to have uh, the glare ice events, the black ice events, similar to what we saw a couple of years ago yeah. in uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, it's possible that that happens again. It's a it's a rare occurrence, but if it's going to happen, this is the time it will happen. So. Yeah. Um, are you seeing? Are you foreseeing that you know Q1 of 2024 is going to be relatively similar from a kind of a rate and capacity standpoint? From what we're seeing, it's it's more so it's that return to normalcy that we've been talking about probably the past I think six or seven episodes, where we talked about rates coming back to reality, right? Uh, that that hangover from the pandemic is is more or less done and over with now from what we can see and rates are coming back to reality which to some carriers feels like the end of the world uh because people got used to living off of those extremely high rates for for two years really and um that read you know that return to normalcy that we've been seeing this year we expect it to continue and that might feel catastrophic to some carriers and the reality is, is it's just going back to to where we were. were we're more or less back on schedule um Obviously, there's been increases. There will be increases. If you look at a year-over-year chart from 2010 to 2019, I mean, rates consistently went up. Demand consistently went up. We were doing well. Yeah. And then it blew up in 2020 after that initial wave of pandemic, you know, when everything tanked super hard. And we were all wondering, like, is, are we going to have a job at the end of the month here? What's going on? Where's the toilet paper? Right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> people are using washcloths. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but when that kind of rebounded, in the in the spring, um, late spring, early summer, and rates went through the ceiling because uh, a lot of carriers left the market in, and it just kind of hung around, right? Yeah. 2021, we're like, well, maybe it'll get better. And it didn't. It got exponentially worse. And then we're like, well, 2022, maybe it'll get better. And towards the end of 2022, we saw a little bit of a, a, a glimmer, a hint, if you will, that, hey, maybe things might be getting better. And then in 2023, that's when it really hit. Uh, probably in the summertime, so late summer, early fall, where we're like, this is, this is where we should have, this is where we were supposed to be, uh, yeah. this year, and we're just expecting, we're projecting, uh, potentially more of the same, yeah, this year. Uh, our our uh, our CFL Paul Pfeiffer's got a great outlook on uh, on uh, on uh, 2024 from yeah. a financial standpoint, <laughs> and uh, I recommend folks take a look at that video if you have the chance to get more of a, an insider's look what to expect in the market in 2024. Uh, he's, he's far more knowledgeable about it than I am. I'm just a, I manage a team of freight brokers and that's, yeah. that's my gig. So I, I say what I see and that's the information I convey to you guys. I think he'd honestly be pretty good to have on here for one of these monthly updates. Yeah, he would get like a three person podcast going. Yeah. He's a brainiac. So he's be, be good to incredibly intelligent, sit down with. Yeah. yeah. So, that's more or less January in a nutshell. That's kind of the gist of it. We, again, it's it's hard to predict because 
you know, just when you think things are going back to normal, that's when a curveball happens. Yeah, so. you typically see at the start at the start of a quarter, you typically typically see a surge in freight volumes, but that's kind of uh, you know depleted or depleted by January. I suppose the holiday. It could go both ways, okay. right? So uh, customers, some customers don't push their freight out at the end of the quarter because they know rates will elevate because a lot of people are doing the same. So they wait until the start of a new quarter and then they push all their freight out. Uh, you could, we, we all know that the end of quarters are extremely busy because there are quotas to meet and inventory to take. So they have to push everything out yeah. in time to meet those quotas, to get their inventories on time. Um, I have a weird feeling that that week between Christmas and New Year's is going to be extremely busy because I'm willing to bet that there's going to be a lot of folks that have their year-end inventory or their year-end quotas, and they're going to be pushing like crazy to get material out. Now, I, I keep in mind, there is no data to back that up that I know of. That's just a gut feeling that I got is I, I, I think folks are kind of sleeping a little bit and, uh, and, and it's going to hit that last week and rates are going to go through the roof that last week. Cause the folks that do drive over the holidays, so to drive in between holidays, they're only doing it because they know they're going to get paid pretty well. Yeah. So keep that in mind as a shipper. All right. Um, sweet. Thanks for coming on here, Josh. And uh, next time we see you will be for February. Yeah. A lot of the same in February. Things get a little bit different in February. There's not a lot of holidays at play. Um, February, uh, statistically speaking, February, I think, is the slowest month in transportation. Really? So that might be another boring episode. Kind of a dead to, period. Yeah. Again, yeah. Hopefully the Vikings will do something that will give us something to talk about. <laughs> oh, man, Other than dude. a 3 nothing win. Did you win. watch that game? I, I begrudgingly. It was just so boring. Like that. that was the thing. Like, I don't understand But it. the Bills were playing the Chiefs on the other channel. That was the other, like, game at that time, I think, the Bills and the Chiefs. I think they had the Sunday night game, I thought. No, that was the or was that the afternoon Cowboys game? Cowboys and Philadelphia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Either way, it was it was tough to watch. Yeah. Somebody uh, somebody made the joke that our offensive coordinator's blood alcohol content level was higher than the score for three quarters. Oh no! It's like oh man. <laughs> yeah, and there yeah, and then they scored the same point amount of points as the Wild that day too. The Wild yeah. Scored three, three when goals. your hockey team ties your football team and they both win. Oh, that's tough. And for those of you still around, we do have a new video in regards to uh, pricing and what's happening with the market. Uh, it's myself. Again, I'm not trying to, to to plug myself into all these videos here, but we do a little bit of a, it's a quick two minute video. We get a little bit more in depth on why rates do what they do. Uh, provides uh, a, a little bit of insight, shows that, you know, as catastrophic as it may seem, this is more or less a return to normalcy. So uh, check it out. When you get the chance, uh, I believe we can. Can we link it in the description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll put that in the show notes below. Perfect. Uh, you have been listening to Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast produced by Anderson Trucking Service. If you liked what you heard here today, make sure to follow along wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss our next episode, which we publish multiple times per month. Uh, for more transportation industry-related content and information, head over to the ATS Inc. Learning Hub at atsinc.com slash learning hyphen hub. On the Learning Hub, you will find the resources Josh talked about, that video from Paul, and that that additional pricing video that we just uh, published. In, ad uh, in addition to that, you'll find resources like blog articles, videos, podcasts like this one, downloadable tools, and more, all created to help you become the supplier that always delivers for its customers. Uh, thanks again, and we'll speak to you again soon. Mm -hmm.